Now, as we've been hearing, Vladimir Putin's fiercest critic, the Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, has reportedly died in prison, according to the country's prison service. Sentenced to 19 years in jail for offences widely considered to have been politically motivated, Navalny was said to have become unwell and almost immediately lost consciousness. The cause of death, according to a prison statement, is being established. Navalny's team said that they received no confirmation of his death and his lawyer is en route to the prison, which is almost 2,000 kilometres north of Moscow. The Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, attending a security summit in Munich, said Vladimir Putin must be held accountable for Navalny's death. Also speaking at that summit, NATO General Secretary Jens Stoltenberg said Russia had had some very serious questions to answer. I am deeply saddened and uh, concerned about the reports uh, coming from Russia that uh, Alexei Navalny is dead. All the facts has to be established and uh, Russia has serious uh, questions uh, to answer. Alexei Navalny has been a strong voice for freedom, for democracy for many years and uh, NATO and NATO allies has, uh, have called for his immediate uh, release uh, for a long time. And today my thoughts uh, go to his, um, his family and his uh, loved ones. And, uh, Uh, We remain uh, committed uh, to support everyone that uh, believes in democracy and uh, freedom as uh, Alexei Navalny has done for so many years. Jens Stoltenberg, General Secretary of the NATO Alliance. Well, let's talk to Luke Harding now, who's the Guardian's international correspondent, author of Mafia State about Putin's Russia. Luke, thank you for taking our, our call this lunchtime. Well, if, um, if Navalny is indeed dead, there will be very many questions about his death. Uh, his significance, though, as uh, perhaps the strongest, the fiercest opposition critic to Vladimir Putin. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's right, Brian. I mean, really, he's been the outstanding Russian opposition leader of, of the last decade, I would say. He's been a thorn in the side of the Kremlin. He, he has um, exposed top-level corruption. He's irritated Putin. And, and I think we can say he's paid a terrible price. I mean, bear in mind that the Kremlin um, already poisoned him uh, a, a few years ago. He survived, recuperated in Berlin, then went back to Russia where he was promptly arrested. So, I mean, it, I think his death is not, not a surprise. And certainly his allies, his friends, Russia's opposition uh, are saying that he was murdered and that, that Putin was, was responsible. A, a figure that showed remarkable courage. As you said there, after that poisoning incident, he, he went back to Moscow, went back to Russia. Yeah, I mean, I, I know. I mean, I, I met Navalny when I was myself in Moscow before I got thrown, thrown out in, in, in 2011. I mean, he was an incredibly brave guy. And I know that his friends were urging him not to go back, um, but that he considered himself to be a patriot. Um, and he wanted to kind of face down Vladimir Putin and show Putin that he was not afraid of him. I mean, he described him memorably as a, as a small little grandpa in a in, in a bunker i mean he he was he was rude about russia's leader which is a very brave thing to do mm. um and i think he he feared that in exile he would become irrelevant but of course what's happened since is that he's criminal cases are piled up around him and it, it was clear that so long as putin was in power he was never going to get out mm. um how much of a threat then did he continue to pose to putin from this remote prison up beyond the arctic circle in uh, in in siberia in very being detained in very it was reported very harsh conditions how much of a threat was he behind bars 
I mean, on a, on a practical level, um, no, no threat whatsoever. I mean, what, what's happened to Russia um, over the last couple of years is it's gone from being an authoritarian state to, I would say, being pretty close to a totalitarian state where any kind of dissent... Uh, any protest against the regime is a crime. And the sort of opposition demonstrations we saw in the past that Navalny led are now impossible because you're immediately rounded up and, and jailed for a very long time. And a lot of the supporters are, are themselves in exile. So <clears throat> there are presidential elections next month. Putin is going to win. They're not elections in any kind of meaningful sense. But what you have to understand, Brian, is, is the Kremlin is a, is a terrifically risk-averse and paranoid organization. And, and it strikes me that... Navalny's death or, or murder is essentially a kind of tidying up exercise mm. ahead of that big national vote. So does that mean then that any any effective opposition to Putin now has been crushed, is gone? Yeah, and I think it, it shows that the, the, the Kremlin has got the wind in its sails. I mean, Putin thinks that he is, is, is winning both on the battlefield in Ukraine um, where, where his troops are sort of slowly but surely grinding forward, but also more generally, internationally, geopolitically. I mean, he, he sees what's happening in America, where, where Donald Trump has said that, that if he's president again, he won't defend NATO allies, and Republicans in Congress have, have blocked vital aid to Ukraine. And, uh, you know, Putin is, is, is good at uh, many things, but one of them is, is sensing or sniffing out weakness in his adversaries. And I, I think that Navalny's murder... <laughs> sends a clear message both to the international community and reminds Russian elites um, that if they are disloyal, they can expect to, to pay a very big price indeed. Just a final question, Luke. Will we, will we ever know uh, if he was in fact murdered? Definitively. I mean, Brian, that's a, that, that's a great question. I, I mean, only if and when the regime crumbles, when, when the Soviet Union fell apart in 1991, lots of secrets, some of them stretching back decades to the Second World War, came tumbling out. So long as this regime stands, we, we won't know. Um, but, but I think if and when it goes, we, we might get clarity. But for now, we, we can say pretty definitively that, that Navalny's death, um, either by murder or deliberate neglect, was, was no accident at all. Luke Harding from The Guardian, thank you very much for that.